In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd and Doris Rivas Brecky, and we've got a great show today. We're going to be welcoming Dr. Jody Bramer. She's going to talk about uh, helping us navigate change as we prepare not only for deployment, but for moving and downsizing all the things that are affecting our current military today. Then we're going to go over to Linda Jefferson, and she is our Army Family PCS Relocation Resource. Sorry, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard, we don't have that yet. <laughs> hint, oh, hint. Hint, hint. <laughs> hint, hint. And then we're going to round out the show with Debbie Gregory of Military Connection, which if you guys haven't checked out Military Connection, they get a million visitors every month. They have everything under the sun. Whenever I want to know anything, like I have to cheat at the last minute to prepare for a show, man, Military <laughs> Connection is where I go. They have 100,000 followers on Twitter. They really rock. I hope they like the tweets that we put out today. Oh, my God, Robin, that's all I have to say over to you (laughs) (laughs) oh it is a rocking show and you know we are just i'm thrilled to have so many great things to share with everybody um and we just keep on keep on keeping on you know that's that's what we do isn't that what they said in your generation (laughs) (laughs) sorry not at all (laughs) <laughs> I just had tradition of the t-shirt. <laughs> I have to say, I might even be a little older than that generation. <laughs> oh, no. Not possible. Um, not yeah, possible. Almost, yeah. So, good stuff. Good weekend, San? Uh, you know, a good weekend. I spent most of it, honest to God, on the couch. I was so tired. I had a I had a lot of problems last week with my company. I had a, a big spam issue. I had a phishing issue. It just if it could have gone wrong last week it, mm. it would have. And you know, it was great because I feel like Sandra like Munchausen's by proxy syndrome because <laughs> I, I when my kids are sick and they're just sick enough that they want to lay with me and watch T V, it's heaven. You know That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, running and moving, you know, they're five mm-hmm. and eight year old boys they're in constant motion and um i really just laid on the couch i disconnected i shut off my phone i shut off my computer i completely disconnected electronically and i ate girl scout cookies yay (laughs) (laughs) well so did i as a matter of fact because we had this huge event over the weekend we had a wonderful weekend 
We had so you gotta, yeah, you got to say, tell people what you did because that was just the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was awesome. We had about 175 girls and maybe another uh, 75 to 100 onlookers, and we were on a great big field, and we all stood in the shape of 100 and had an aerial photo taken of us because we were celebrating. Today is the 100th birthday of Girl Scouts of the United States of America, and we are just so proud. Birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Girl Scouts. Yes, it's Happy so awesome. It was. And it is, if anyone is in New York City today, check out the Empire State Building. They are lit in green in, in honor of the Girl Scouts. We are, there's so many things going on in Georgia because, of course, that's where it all began in Savannah, Georgia, 100 years ago with our wonderful founder who was such a progressive woman. If you ever want, to read a um, a uh, autobiography about somebody very powerful and very uh, forward-minded. Read about Julia Gordon Lowe. She was just a tremendous person who had an amazing vision. She had many challenges in her life. She found ways to get beyond what was in her way. And consider this one woman who went to England, visited some friends over there, came back, got 18 girls together and said, I have something for the girls of Savannah and all of the girls of America, and we're going to start tonight. And that was it. And she did it. So talk about empowerment. This was That's, an amazing woman. That is. You know, and I don't think, you know, what's so funny, Robin, is, I, well, I was only a brownie. I never made it to Girl Scouts. I got booted out at the end of brownies for blowing up a salamander. But um, <laughs> I never knew the history behind the Girl Scouts and how, you know, I look at Toys for Tots started with Bill Hendricks' wife. I look mm-hmm. at Girl Scouts. Uh, we kind of rock as women, you know, developing and Absolutely. creating these things. Juliet Lowe, in her day, it was never thought of for a girl to go out and play basketball. And she would hike up her long skirt up between her legs, legs, tuck it into her belt, and they had to play behind a fence because, God forbid, society would have seen them playing basketball. But she'd get the girls out there and play basketball and play sports and be able to be out doing things that we can't imagine a girl not doing nowadays. Um, our, her organization and her vision, even then, she knew she wanted to develop girls to uh, be self-sufficient, to be able to be strong in themselves, and she wanted to have them make a difference in their world. And it, now we have 3.2 million me- girl members. We have probably close to 50 million women today who have been Girl Scouts at some point in time in their lives. It's an amazing movement. And if to, for a little shameless plug, tune in tomorrow to Motherhood Talk Radio. Um, and I will have a wonderful guest who's going to talk a little bit more about the Girl Scout organization and where the next hundred years will take us. Because not only are we celebrating our history, we are launching our future. And we're really proud. Well, and many of our service women, 20% of our military currently uh, are female, and a lot of them have come out of the Girl Scouts. Um, I know Absolutely. I, 
it's just, you know, amazing. You think, you know, 100 years ago, we had to hide playing basketball behind a fence, you know, so no yeah. one would see us. And now we've got uh, 20% of our military being female soldiers, servicemen, airmen, or airwomen, mm-hmm. <laughs> as it will be. And mm-hmm. speaking of women serving in the military, yes, we're going to go. Doris. Doris, <laughs> our, army, our army gal coming on with her news you can use. What do you have for us this week, Doris? Well, you know, Sandra and Robin, lately we've been working overtime to try to find job and career information for our military moms, especially for those transitioning back to the civilian world. Well, I'm happy to say there is an abundance of information out there in cyberspace. So I encourage our military people to just let your fingers do the walking on your computers and you'll find some great information. The article that caught my eye this week was one on Military.com about federal jobs and how important the role of one's resume plays in the search for that Fed job. A great point is that over 25% of our new federal jobs are being filled by veterans, and that is a good thing indeed. A leader in the uh, helping veterans write great resumes is a woman named Catherine Troutman, who is the president of a company called The Resume Plays. And if you go to the website vetfedjobs.org, you will see an article called Five Steps to Drafting Your Basic Federal Resume based on uh, a career guide by Catherine Troutman. And this well, and Doris, that's yes. a hard thing to do. You know, when yes. you come out of the military, you came out of the military, was yes. getting a resume together, that had to be one of the furthest things from your mind when you left the Army. Well, uh, especially for me, because I went straight back to college. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't even have to uh, think about that. But I have done resumes before, and you're right. They're very tough, and they have to be, you know, right on. And this is what this woman, uh, Catherine Troutman, tries to uh, let you know in this article, is that these jobs that the Fed, uh, federal uh, government offers, they have to be certain what they call on-target resumes. And there's three ways that she says that you have to uh, use in order to get what they call best qualified on the resume. And one of them is keywords. And you can find keywords for the resu- for your resume from USA Jobs Announcement Duties, Specialized Experience, and the KSA sections, which I had to look up. I didn't know what K. You probably know Sandra, but it stands for Knowledge, Skills, and Abilities. And the second point is be sure to demonstrate that you have one year specialized experience in your resume, and you better make sure you can prove it on paper. And the third point is accomplishments. You want to be able to put down your list of accomplishments. And you can find all of this information at vet, vetfedjobs.org. Try to say that three times. That's and a fi- tough one, man. I'm <laughs> just fi- still stumped about, you know, don't, you know, put stuff down on your resume that you can't do because right out of college I put down I spoke French because you would think, you know, <laughs> I took four years in high school, two years in college. That was qualify me. Disney put me in the Euro Disney department where they wanted me to do computer training in French. And I was like, but see, I can get you to the train station. I can get you to get a ticket. I don't know how to train in French. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra, Sandra, Sandra. And uh, one, one more big announcement. Finally, some exciting news from our Top Gun authors, Ken Farmer and 
Buck Steinke of the infamous Black Eagle book series. Amazon now offers the ebook version of the fast-paced action thriller Black Eagle, Eye of the Storm. It's available at Amazon's Kindle store. The boys have uh, 15 five-star reviews, and Ken Farmer says it's going to be a wild ride, so strap in tight. I'm current. <laughs> I had to do it that way. I'm currently halfway through the hardback version, and it's definitely a wild ride. So go to Amazon Kindle and get that version ASAP. Over and out. Oh, Back to you guys. Cool. <laughs> Doris, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. We uh, we had them on uh, about a month ago, so definitely d- check at uh, militarymomtalkradio.com and check out the podcast so that you can hear that show that we had with them. They were great. Coming up after the break, we have Jody Bramer. She's a licensed marriage family and family therapist. She is a good friend. She's been with us before, so it'll be really great to catch up. We'll be talking about deployment, moving, and downsizing. Back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Fertility. It's an extremely personal subject. Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 central for the Fertility Forum with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin on toginet.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field, bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin, Monday nights at 9, 8 central on Togginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it 
It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Doris Rivas Brecky, Miss Over and Out, and Robin Boyd, Girl Scouts of America. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Yay! You went and you stood in that group of 100 girls, or how many girls? Oh, I was there. It was about 175 in the circle itself. So I was in the middle circle at about 7 (laughs) o'clock. Wow. Wow. And at five yeah. foot, wait, how tall are you? Five foot four, one? Oh, four no. foot one? Four what foot are you? eight. I'm four foot eight. It's true. Most of the third graders were taller than me. So I kind of had to peek around their shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. really fun. That is really we fun. More fun with our girls. And anyway, we'll talk more tomorrow. Uh, but anyway, Jody, I wonder if she was a Girl Scout. Let's ask her. Jody? I was a brownie. Does that <laughs> All right, we're part of the brownie failure club, and you know we got the overachievers over on the other side, where you know the Girl Scouts with their big G and their green uniforms. I never yeah. made it that oh. far. Being the last of four children, my mother gave up by that time. <laughs> <laughs> you were down in the lineup, huh? <laughs> Girl Scout meeting, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Well, Jody, I'm so glad that you're with us today. Jody, you've been on our show before. You're really, you know, just so wonderful in helping our families. Uh, You're down out of uh, Camp Pendleton. You've worked with, um, gosh, the Marine Corps. You've been a Marine Corps wife. You've got two kids. You're just, um, you just know everything. So you've got to help us. (laughs) Oh, the pressure, I'm sorry. Well, as as a shameless plug to my husband, I am now a retired Navy wife. So, oh, my God, you got two of them under your belt. I know. Right? Tell me Navy. about it. <laughs> um, you know, the topic, even going from brownies to Girl Scouts, how do you like this segue, is a change. <laughs> Everything in life is a change. <laughs> and you were saying that you wanted to talk about deployments and the downsizing and how that all affects uh, the women and, and the families and everybody about that. You know, the only constant is change. There's a lot of flippant remarks about that, but, but the, that's the truth. Nothing stays the same. The only thing that stays the same is the fact that at some point we're going to have to deal with change. And with the military, you know, you have to go into it with the idea that change, if it's not your best friend, at least it's your next-door neighbor. You know, it, it, it's going to be – you ladies have been in the military, gone through these Moves, gone through uh, promotions, changes, having your your friends, neighbors down the street move. What's it like for you? It's hard, Robin. Don't you agree? I mean, it's it's um, you know, it's it, the one thing, Jody, that I I think about with this is. We honor the change in the family, like mom or dad deploys, they come home, um, but there's always like that little forgotten group of boy scout or boyfriends and girlfriends and moms and aunts and uncles, you know, that change affects everybody. When somebody goes away on deployment and then they come back, there's this huge adjustment and it's an adjustment not only for the service person that went and came back, but for everybody that they come in contact with, everybody who cares about them, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Nothing stays the same from one thing to another. And just when you get comfortable, when you have the new routine down, when you've gotten through all the emotional ups and downs of having somebody leave, getting your act together, then they come back or or there's another big thing that 
that monopolizes the entire dynamics. Um, the, the military member comes back into the family, and therefore the routine is shattered. The aunts, the uncles, the friends, the neighbors, the people that you got into this routine with. For instance, what happens for the, for the women who are used to meeting for coffee at 10 o'clock or going on a walk uh, in the evening with their kids, in, and it became a routine for them, and it's something they look forward to and count on. And now the husband's back home, and that has to change. And you're torn because you're so glad your husband's home, but at the same time you miss what you were used to doing and, and the closeness and the bonds that you felt with everybody else that you associated with. And then you turn that around to where it's not the uh, reintegration of family, but a deployment where you've just gotten used to having your husband or significant other back home, and then they're leaving again and you have to go into this new state. Or, gosh, the whole downsizing that you were talking about, Sandra, with the with the cutting of the military numbers and the funds and people who expected to be career Marines or career Navy are suddenly finding that they have to go into the civilian world. And the whole talk about the resume, the first section, was, was so excellent because more and more of our military members are finding that what they counted on isn't what's going to be their reality. Well, and, you know, when you talk about the reality of what is, there's a reality that happens when you're away. Like, you know, one of my friends is expecting to have her boyfriend come back, and they met shortly before deployment, and then he's been gone for a long time, and now they're coming back to this, you know, kind of new relationship on top of all the other changes that goes on. What do you do in that situation? Do you just... I mean, you just rock and roll. I mean, we talk a lot about moms, and but very rarely do does the girlfriend get any play because she's not like a legal entity attached. But some of these girlfriends are with these guys five, six, seven years. You know, they might as well be a spouse, but they're not eligible for any of these programs. Nobody really talks about the role of the girlfriend in the deployment change. You're bringing up a whole bag of issues that is so true. No, no, no. It's so it's very true. It's very real. And that's why a lot of the military members may choose to formalize their relationship before they go away. So there will be some sense of um, contact or responsibility of what happens if kind of thing, who's going to be notified, who do I want to come and see me in case of something bad happening, um, who's allowed to be on that fly list. Uh, who's going to be involved in any decisions that, if, God forbid, something happened, will that girlfriend, will that boyfriend, will that significant other be involved in all the changes that come and go with military? It's something that many people do not plan on. And when I talk to a lot of the wives at Camp Pendleton, they... There's this whole big thing that, yes, you marry a military person, and then you experience real life. And people say, well, you knew what you were getting into. And that is so frustrating because these girls, these women, they don't know what they're getting into. They know they're marrying this person that they love, or their 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 boyfriend is a Marine or is is in the military. And that's all they know until they experience the difficulty. It takes a very special component to be attached or love somebody in the military. You have to be able to have that let go factor. You have to be able to roll with the flow or rock and roll, as you said. 
uh, because change is going to happen. It's not going to be whatever it is now. And that's good and bad. If times are bad, you know that at some point it's going to change and hopefully get better. And human beings are designed to want to have some sort of say in our environment. And in the military, come on, let's face it, us, us dependents, we don't have a lot of say in what the military needs are. So we do have to go with the flow and adapt. And I think one of the important things, <laughs> and I have this on two different walls in my office, is the serenity <laughs> prayer. I have it on both sides. So if anybody turns in either direction, they're going to see the serenity prayer. Um, you know, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And if you can say that, 20, 30, 40 times a day, as often as you need to, you realize that you can plan what you can and allow, allow yourself to relinquish control over things that you can't. And that's okay. It's okay not to know. It's frustrating. It's aggravating. It might make you want to tear your hair out some days. But the truth is, is that we can't control everything. We can't even control change. But the change that we can control knowing that we're going to be moving, knowing that, we're, that our husbands or, or whatever are going to be deployed, knowing that they're coming back. We can plan what we can, and that means getting as much information on things like military.net or going to um, military one source, accessing as much communication with other people, finding out what you can, because knowledge is power. And when you have that sense of power, you don't feel as out of control as you do with a lot of changes that come and just knock the wind out of you. Well, and Jody, you said something really good early on that I want to I want to repeat for our listeners. Um, when you talked about our our men and women that marry a military person, and and people say, "Well, you know what you're getting," or "You you you knew what you're getting into," or "You know, well, you know it's military." <laughs> you know, when you talk about like that power of knowing. You can't know what you don't know. We all get married. We don't know our head from a hole in the ground. You know, we do the best we can. So I just want to put out there the next person that says to any person that married a military person, well, you knew what you got into. I'm just going to bring them on and make fun of them on the show and poke, poke at all their failures. Oh, absolutely. We can't know what we don't know. And part of that knowledge is knowing that we can't know everything. And exactly. I just want to say one other thing and then I'll shut up. But just because you knew you married a military member doesn't negate the right that you have to feel frustrated, scared, upset. You know, just because you knew it was military doesn't mean some of the things don't still suck. Absolutely. Oh, my Absolutely. gosh. That is so worthy of repeating. Yeah. It's okay to feel. And it's human to feel. And all of those feelings are valid. Feelings are neither right nor wrong. Boy, I sound like a therapist. Feelings are neither right nor wrong. They just are. And we're human. We're going to have feelings. And it's okay not to be happy with something. It is going to be what it is going to be. But we have to respect and allow for our partners and ourselves to have these feelings and be able to express them. Jody, you always have so much for us to take in and think about and give us that empowerment like we were talking earlier. We all need that empowerment, and you sure give it to us. Jody Bramer, we want to make sure everybody visits you at www.jodybramer, and that's J-O-D-Y-B-R-E-M-E-R.com. Thanks, Jody. Sandra Robin, thank you for having me. 
Coming up, we've got Linda Jefferson from Go Army Homes. Talk about changes. She knows about changes. PCS relocations are not easy. She's going to help you through it. Be back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on toginet.com. Was sad, right? Cause he had a death kill mommy and dad. Right. But that ain't the case. Nope. It wasn't his fate. No, nope. the walks never struggled to communicate. Hmm. Y'all wave your hands. Look who's on. It's the code of man Keith and he's number one. It's that Keith Wine Show on Toginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central. Every week, that Keith Wine Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wine and the show, go to his website, KeithWannWann.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number, number one, Keith's number one. Everybody Don't miss that Keith Wan show Wednesday nights at eight seven central on Toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd and Doris Rivas Brecky, and we've got some great guests today. For those of you that missed the earlier segment, we had Dr. Jody Bramer on, and she brought up just some great uh, thoughts about change, whether they're pre-deployment, post-deployment, um, whether they have to do with a PCS move or, um, you know, changes, everything changes. Even when you get your orders, sometimes they change. Um I think one of the things that she said that resonated most strongly with me was that it doesn't negate the feelings of change don't negate the feelings of frustration or feeling sad and scared. You have a right to those feelings. One of the things you can do to help with those feelings is to seek knowledge. You know, the more we know about what we're facing, you know, the better equipped we are to handle it. And, um, 
I'm going to go to our guest right away. Uh, she's our Army Family PCS relocation resource because she has something to share with us about her daughter after listening to open segment. Uh, Linda Jefferson, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you, Sandra? Good, 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 good. So what did you learn from today's uh, segment with Dr. Jody Bramer? Boy, shame on me. I apparently don't give my daughter-in-law enough flack um, because I hear her complain about, you know, the deployments, the PCS moves, and, you know, I, I go to that, well, you married him, he's in, the, he's in the Army, you should know better, but you're absolutely right. No one can be prepared for the changes that get made. Um, you know, I deal with things differently than, than she does, and that's very obvious, and I should give her some slack. I mean, here she is, a, a mother of one with one more on the way. Yay, I've got oh, a new grandbaby on the way. Congratulations. That's wonderful. And, you know, you're absolutely right. She's young, um, and no one can actually prepare you for what you're about to have to deal with when they're gone. Or when you make a move to a new location. You know, heck, they went to Germany. What a culture shock to leave good old Oklahoma and go to Germany. So, mm. My nephew and his family have been out in Germany a couple of times, actually. they um, Their kids have, have lived in Germany probably as much as they've lived in the States. So... And I think it's, isn't it true, and don't you think so, Sandra and Doris, that I, it's always different for every branch, every service person, depending on your rank, depending on your station, depending on your, your particular job that you're doing. Um, so, yeah, you have to understand everybody's differences, and I think that's what networking's all about. Well, and Robin, you've talked me off the wall a few times with my military boyfriend going, okay, Sandra, now you know he's busy, you know he's got an important job, you know he's got these things, and I'm like, well, I'm lonely, you know, and that's that happens to everybody, and, you know, I'm so grateful uh, to have, of course, you, Robin, and Doris, of course, you guys know I love you guys, um, but to have Linda Jefferson on the show, because I'm going to embarrass her a little bit, and I want her to tell you guys about the wonderful thing she she did for one of our service members who came to Fort Sill now, and you don't get paid for this. You're a real estate agent. You help our families. There was a young family that had a big mess up that ended up in Fort Sill. I want you to talk about what you did. I'm going to embarrass you, make you tell them how great you are. Uh, you know, it's just part of the job, but we, we received an email from a young couple um, looking for a rental in the Fort Sill area, so we contacted them. Um, upon talking to the, the wife, very young, uh, brand new, out of boot camp, out of AIT, um, first stage, duty station. And they had gotten to Fort Benning, um, got their housing all situated, paid for everything. He reports in, and lo and behold, the Army messed up. He wasn't supposed to be at Fort Benning. He was supposed to be at Fort Sill. Oh. <laughs> they out-processed him. And said, you have six days to report to Fort Sill. Brand new five-month-old baby. Um, no money. Nothing. And how old are these guys in their 20s? Um, he was 21. Just oh. turned 21. Um, and so I said, okay, here's the deal. Let me find out. I called a friend of mine, the master sergeant here, and I said, hey, what do I do? And he said, just get them here to Fort Sill. 
We'll work on getting them an AER loan, and then we'll work on getting them some displaced soldier funds. Just get them to Fort Sill. I said, okay. This was a Friday night at 6.30 p.m. I called them back, and I said, don't worry about it. You just get here. I called one of my friends in the meantime that is the general manager at one, at the Comfort Suites. I'm going to give a shout-out to Candy. And I said, hey, I've got this couple. They have no money. She said, just get them here. I'll put them up as long as it takes for them to get a place. I said, okay, great. For free. This, is, this lady is fantastic. And so I called them. I said, just get here. You have a place to stay. Don't worry about anything else. She said, you don't understand how happy you've made me. And I said, no problem. Now, keep in mind, I won't make anything off of this, but I, you know, how sad. Your very first experience in the military, and this is what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we get them here. Big to do. They wanted uh, uh, one of the um, people at ACS said, oh, nobody does this kind of thing. They don't put you up for free. They're going to this and that. And so I called the master sergeant. He got on there. Luckily, he's the master sergeant for the CG here. And the head started rolling. And the CG said, you know, it's a darn shame when an outside company can take better care of our soldier than we can. Yeah. The the long and short of it was they wound up. He, he got a phone call that night, and, and the master sergeant said, okay, here's what I want you to do. Take your wife and baby back to the hotel, um, get them something to eat, go get a haircut. This is at 5.30 p.m. that night. Get a haircut and get back here to McNair Hall, which is the CG's um, headquarters. They kept everyone there in process home until 8.30 that evening, had um, finance on board, he had a check deposited into his account the next day. He had lunch with the CG and the master sergeant. They put him into housing, took care of him with kid gloves, and he came back and he said, wow, I cannot believe that we were taken such good care of. And I said, you know what? That's all. That made my day. You know, in 20 years, that guy is going to say, you remember our first deployment, our first duty <laughs> station? You remember those people? And that's that's all that that matters to me is that these guys are taken care of and you know what i won't make a dime directly off of him right now but the fact that he's going to tell his friends and everyone that he knows that i took care of him yeah that's all that matters yeah i'll be taken care of just from being able to take care of him well thank goodness there was a human person willing to do something use use some logic and I think that so often when you get into a system and you get the, everything is just generated and it's not really thought through it's just generated thank goodness you have the ability to look from the outside in in a way and be able to say all right well we need to help this person and help that person and i'm sure that that's only one time of many that that you've extended that kind of kindness you know what i think of it every time i hear these guys and i talk to them i want someone on the other end to take care of my family the exact Mm. same way that's all these guys deserve is a little respect from us. You know, everyone talks about how much they support our troops and want to give back. All you have to do is be kind, and mm-hmm. and um, that pays off. So that's just that's how my company was started, and that's what we we strive to um, to do with each and every soldier. Well, now, well, Linda, Linda, you formed Go Army Homes. Yes. 
another female idea. Mm-hmm. Just going to throw that in there. Sorry, Rob, didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> but I want, right. um, I want uh, Liz- Sandra, did we lose you? She was going to say something. I know, I lost you. Do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. What I was going to say was, thank. what a wonderful model, a business model you are, Linda, in that you, um, a lot of people are, are kind, I don't want to say jumping on a bandwagon, but a lot of people are saying, all right, we've got to support the troops. We're going to support the troops. And doing this on a personal level and being uh Great, but not a lot of companies are necessarily showing a philanthropic entity. And what a wonderful business model this is for you, because not only are you a successful business person, but your business is philanthropic as well. And I think that's so important. Well, that's what we are about at Go Army Home. And I preach it to every person that's on my team in every location. You Mm. must take care of these people the exact same way I do, or this company does not succeed and so it's you know it's a whole different way of thinking for realtors um Mm. but you know when they get on board and you hear them catch fire with the idea that helping someone is a good thing um you know it totally changes their business and the way they do business now do you oversee just your particular fort or are you in overseeing the whole go army home network um, I'm actually I am actually the founder, and I have two business partners. Um, mm-hmm. And I we have a monthly mastermind meeting. Everyone has to operate the same, so it is. I, ultimately, I tell everyone it's me. Um, it, it, it all comes back down to if you don't do the right thing, it, it reflects badly on me. So yeah, I oversee everything um, at every location. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, and how many years have you, uh, has Go Army Homes been Go Army Homes? Um, I formed it uh, in 2007, and we just, Sandra, was it last year that we started selling the other locations? Yeah, that we went to Fort, yeah. and there's lots of bases. We've got Fort Bliss, Fort, uh, Fort Belvoir, Fort Bragg, Fort Campbell, Fort Carson, Fort Eustis, Fort Hood, Fort Jackson, Fort Leonard Wood, Fort Sam Houston, Fort Shafter, Fort Sill, Redstone Arsenal, Schofield <laughs> Barracks, and Shaw Air Force Base. Wow. And more to come. <laughs> more to come. <laughs> and to find out which ones are soon to be also in the Go Army Homes Network, that's the website, GoArmyHomes.com. Linda Jefferson, it's always wonderful to catch up with you because you just are an amazing person and not only an amazing individual, but a wonderful um, model for us to, to look up to. Thanks, Linda. Thank you. Coming up next, we've got Debbie Gregory, another good friend. This is old home day, I'll tell you, because three of our favorite people have been here. Debbie Gregory from MilitaryConnection.com. Be back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Why do I feel so lousy? Why are my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? 
These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live on Toginet.com. The author of the book, Help, My Body is Killing Me, solving the connections of autoimmune disease to thyroid problems, fibromyalgia, depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better. To make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live here on Tugginet.com. Friday Night Camp Radio, 10 p.m. to midnight with Christy and Laura on Toginet.com. Broadcasting from their scrappy kitchen in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. They've got nothing better to do than riff with their favorite Brooklyn-based independent vendors, artists, bands, bartenders, foodies, weirdos, and news stories. Featuring the live studio audience. Betty Rehab and the Gay Boys. Sex and dating commentary with the impersonal. The unknown political masked man. And people who kind of know stuff. Stream on after your long week. Brooklyn's variety show of madcap intellectualism. Friday Nightcap Radio with Lauren Christie. 10 to midnight Eastern on Tokenet.com. Radio like you've never seen. Put a boot in your ass. It's Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Welcome back, everyone. This is Robin Boyd here with Sandra Beck and Doris Rivas Brecky. We've had a powerful show today. We have it's Women Power. It's Girl Scout Birthday Day, and we have all kinds of women who are strong and powerful. We had Dr. Jody Bramer here in our first segment, or second segment actually. We had uh, Linda Jefferson from Go Army Homes in our third segment, and now we are welcoming Debbie Gregory, our woman extraordinaire, as far as info in the military lifestyle. Uh, Debbie, are you with us? Hi there. Hi, Debbie. It's Robin. How are you doing? Hi, Robin. <laughs> I'm wonderful. I, what about you guys? Wonderful. We, I miss you. It's been so long since we've connected. I know. It has been too long. I know. So we're so glad that you're here. Got to ask you, this has, been the, this has been the question all day today. Have you ever been a Girl Scout? I was a brownie. I, I can't you? remember if I made it to Girl Scouts. I think so. For <laughs> a short cool time. <laughs> well, we have, we, most everybody does start out with the brownies, the brownie level. We're, we're, we're all Girl Scouts, and that's wonderful that you were a part of it. We were talking about the Girl Scouts' birthday earlier in the show. So uh, I'm just, great just keeping that for girls. continuity in there. <laughs> 
Debbie, with Military Connection, you have got to have the most incredible desk. I, I can only imagine what your desk must look like. How do you possibly get everything there is on militaryconnection.com into mili- that website? That's just a phenomenal website. Well, I, I have to um, give uh, kudos to my staff. Uh, we are a team effort. And then all of the wonderful people that are doing incredible things for military and veterans, um, they send us the things, we check them out, and then we add them to Military Connection. Uh, we do a lot with the VA. We do a lot with the Defense Department. All the resources that are out there, we try to categorize and put out there. And um, if they're really great and people don't know about them, we want to put them in our newsletter, which goes out to over 800,000 emails. Wow. That's and today, amazing. and by the way, today we had a hundred thousand followers on Twitter. Congratulations! I know we have celebrity that. status now, right? We are <laughs> rock star status. I know. So it, it's Debbie, kind of fun. That, you've got you know, some new initiative going on over there called Hire America's Heroes. What's Hiring America's about? Heroes, and, and this initiative I'm really excited about. Um, it, it's kind of uh, up close and personal for me. I, I, my dad was a 100% disabled veteran, and he loved to work. He uh, actually had many operations, so he wasn't able to work all the time. But he was, um, you know, he died of his service-connected disability. But that was a, a high spot in his life when he could work and be productive and so forth. And now with the Vow to Hire Heroes Act that the president uh, signed into law on November 21st, Companies and employers that hire veterans um, are able to receive tax credits of 2400 to 9600 depending on how long the veterans have been out of work and how disabled they are. So the Hiring America's Heroes Initiative is an initiative to hire veterans, disabled veterans, wounded warriors, and military spouses who I also consider to be heroes. Um, we are working with different companies, and I'm very excited because one of our clients, Call Source, has just given me a commitment for 100 jobs. Wow. And what's, not, what's amazing about these jobs is that they can work remotely. Those are some of the areas that we're focusing, uh, call center, call uh, support, technical support, where veterans, spouses, and so forth, it doesn't matter where they are, if they're disabled and they're not able to go someplace else or maybe they don't feel like going someplace else if they're dealing with issues like PTSD, they can still work because that helps them get, you know, on the road to recovery and um, it's a positive thing. And so Call Source is offering 100 jobs and what they're mainly looking for are call monitor specialists and they will train where um, they do analytics evaluating um, calls for different industries such as um, healthcare and automotive and multi-housing and so on. And um, they are going to train people. So all they really need is a high-speed Internet connection and a computer, and they can work whatever hours they care to work, at least 20 a week. And um, they can, uh, you know, it doesn't require very much in the way of, um, you know, education and so forth. So anybody can do it. And um, these jobs probably will average, these particular jobs, $12 an hour. Wow. That's great. And isn't this a new arm to this initiative in that spouses now are able to take, um, to avail themselves of their, uh, the, the GI bills and the, and the, um, the benefits? 
Right. Well, spouses can, um, under cer- certain circumstances, uh, they, uh, the soldier or airman or marine or mm-hmm. um, service member can transfer those benefits to his spouse or children. But there is a program specifically for military spouses called the MyCAA program. And that program is for $4,000 of training. And the key in that program is that the jobs be portable. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, part of the, uh, just by your prior segment, part of the military life is moving. And mm-hmm. a lot of employers think that, well, somebody's moved a lot, that they are flaky, which is certainly not the case. But this would be uh, jobs where a military spouse could take a career and make it portable. And isn't that wonderful? I mean, obviously, I work virtually, and it's a it's a wonderful thing in that you could be sitting in at one desk, and if you suddenly had to leave for three weeks to go someplace, it doesn't mean it has to interrupt your your um, your career. And if you are all of a sudden in in the middle of a PCS move, and you have moved from one base to another, you have no interruption other than the the, the amount of time that it took you to move. That's wonderful. Exactly, and getting your internet yeah. going again, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're going to have a little bit of a lull, but not like having to quit this job, move to the other base, have to look for work. This is wonderful. Right, and, and let's go beyond that. You know, we have so many Americans, military and otherwise, that are unemployed today. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hoping is that companies will take the challenge. You know, Call Source is not a large, large company. They uh, probably have... Uh, they're probably about a $60 million company. They're not, you know, Fortune 500 or anything like that. But they have a lot of integrity, and they're veteran-friendly. And what we want to do is to bring jobs back. Um, I, one of my pet peeves is if I call up a consumer company and customer services someone in India or in um, <laughs> Mexico or some other country other than the U.S. when we have so many unemployed people. And I think that especially disabled veterans and spouses are highly viable to do call center work, technical support, even sales support. Um, So with the Vow to Hire Heroes Act and with training funds, corporations might look at it and say, hey, it makes sense to bring these jobs here. And part of this initiative that we're doing, Hiring America's Heroes, is – um, we're going to go a step beyond. You know, we have always been an advertising venue for companies wanting to recruit from the military veteran community. We're a top 100 employment website. If you Google veteran civilian jobs, we're number one. And we do health care. We do every kind of occupation. But on this program, a company can have the option. They can either hire directly or we will become the employer. And, the con- you know, they'll contract with us. Oh, Wow. And um, if it gets people working, you know, it's trying, we're going to step up and do it. And that's uh, where we're at. And we're really excited about these um, call source jobs and uh, that there's a hundred of them. And it's a start. And I actually have a meeting Friday with a wonderful nonprofit. I'm not going to mention who it is at this point, but um, mm-hmm. maybe at a subsequent, but they um, provide housing for homeless veterans and they get their lives going in a positive direction and help them find jobs, and these would be wonderful jobs for them as well. In fact, we're going to be talking about maybe even putting a call center in at one of their facilities. Wouldn't that be smart? Yes. What a great idea. And, I, by the way, I'm very fortunate because I, 
also get to serve on California's Interagency Council for Veterans. And I, the California VA CalVet is one of the most progressive VAs in the country. Uh, they're always coming up with new and innovative ways uh, to do things for veterans. And this interagency council is all kinds of organizations like my my own. They're partnerships with private, with nonprofit, and with um, government agencies hmm. as well. You know, as well as you know the non-government. And we're all working together for the same goal of helping veterans. And employment is one of the major uh, focus areas. So is education, health, and housing. Oh, wow. Debbie, we've only got a couple minutes before the end of the show. Is there more information about Hiring America's Heroes on your website? It's going to be on the website, but if someone is looking for a job and would like to work remotely, Mm -hmm. please uh, send me an email, info, I-N-F-O, at militaryconnection.com, and there's no S, it's singular connection. Mm -hmm. And uh, we will, there's a week of training, which is paid for this. And um, this is a good company, and uh, what CallSource hopes to do is these are contractor jobs. They hope to turn them into regular employees. Yeah, yeah. What a wonderful opportunity. And so exciting that um, it's it's so much more flexible. We were talking about change earlier, and flexibility is, is part of accepting all of that kind of change. That's wonderful. Um, a quick synopsis. Did I hear that you were at the White House recently? We've got about a minute. I, was, I had the honor of being invited to the White House for a Christmas reception, and uh, my son went with me. It was probably something he'll remember his whole life. I have Absolutely. to say that the president and first lady were so gracious. They greeted everyone personally and took a picture with them. And the White House just looked beautiful during the holidays. Oh, I bet it did. What a wonderful opportunity, Debbie. Thank you so much. We want to make sure that we have everybody visit you at militaryconnection.com. Anything you need to know, you're going to find it from Debbie Gregory. Thank (laughs) you. Thanks, Debbie. Next week, we've got Linda Franklin coming from Shining Service Worldwide. And I believe we also, I see Mike Hoffman um, listed on our upcoming show. So we want to make sure you come and visit us. We want to say happy birthday, Girl Scouts of the USA. Thanks, Doris. And thank you, Sandra. Um, We're looking forward to another 100 years. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, everyone. Have an awesome week. Bye-bye now.